Welcome to another bonus edition of No Dunks. I'm J.D. Skeets here in Atlanta with the bearded one, Trey Kirby. We got super producer J.D. riding them levels. And we got a very special guest joining us on the phone. Chuck Milan is founder and CEO of Team Flight Brothers. I know you've seen the YouTube clips, people. And he's now the NBA's official dunk contest coach. Chuck, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you very much. That's like so awesome to hear. I'm a dunk contest coach for the NBA. It's pretty dope. That is, uh, that's got to be a first, right? I mean, you're the only person in the world to ever have this job, I imagine. They literally made a job for me. I'm, I'm living a dream right now, my man. It's, this is crazy. Well, we have a million questions for you. And uh, again, thanks so much for finding the time in what I can only imagine is a super busy week for you with All-Star Weekend, you know, just around the corner here. It's, it's, it's an honor to be on with you guys, finally. Well... For the people that maybe don't know Team Flight Brothers or, or what you do now as an NBA dunk coach, you know, what exactly do you do? Because I, I've heard you quoted as saying you are the only person in the world who gets paid to teach NBA players how to dunk. So what do you do? So basically, I kind of am like their brains. So I kind of watch the way everybody jumps. And I guess over the years with Team Flight Brothers and myself just growing up a dunk nerd, I've become kind of a dunk psychologist so I can kind of like watch the way you walk and I can be like this guy could do this dunk good so they're coming to me kind of since you know a lot of people say all the dunks have been done which yeah. is completely untrue <laughs> uh, and they come to me uh, to help them do some dunks that have never been done before so you correct me if I'm wrong you were sort of like a one-on-one -on -one sort of personal coach to some of the guys that were in the dunk contest over the last couple of years some of them going on to win like Glenn Robinson the third but now now you're actually sort of like you said employed at least over the all-star break here by the NBA to help what all the guys yeah so what happens is it's up to the players I'm made of now I'm made available to everybody okay so if somebody wants to get a practice in and they want my help they'll bring me in if they don't then that's fine too uh, I'll you know, I'm always there the night before for the practices to help them out if they need it. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just made available to everybody now instead of just working with one guy. How did you get into this? Like, what's the – I mean, I know I'm sure it's a very crazy long backstory, but, like, I'm so fascinated. Like, how does one like yourself become the dunk coach? Like, take us sort of, you know, as quickly as you can, I guess, in a weird way, through how that all came about. So, like, the whole story begins as, like – a high schooler and I was I was known like around my city as like a kid that could jump high I'm you know I'm six foot on a good day okay I'm six one on tinder uh, but, <laughs> but, but no but I was always known to be able to be a good dunker so I won a dunk contest in Miami one of the hoop it up dunk contests mm -hmm. and a company uh, that Nike was working with invited me to go on tour and just do dunks for them. And so I went around the world when I was like 18, 19 years old and was putting on dunk exhibitions. And I was like, man, I know guys in my town that can dunk better than me. Right. Uh, so once I started, you know, my body started breaking down a little, I said, I'll start a dunk company. Uh, so then Team Flight Brothers was born. Uh, we actually, we were featured on the front page of Yahoo, which you're the one who put us on there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, back sweet. In, back in 2007 with a, with a clip of T-Dub, and we kind of like blew up from there. So then years later, all the people that were watching were kids that were top players in the country, which led Terrence Ross to reach out to me in 2013 for help for the dunk contest. Ah. 
And so that was kind of like the tip of the iceberg, him winning. And then the next year, him and John Wall together and Paul George, like when they did the, you know, East versus West format, yep. we were just like, so all we have to do is, you know, just we if we win every round, like we're done. And the guys were like, yeah, it's like, OK, everybody best dunk. <laughs> like, let's just get out of here. <laughs> so it kind of just went from there. And then, you know, with Glenn Robinson and then Donovan Mitchell and Hami, uh, then it was like the NBA was like uh, they reached out to me. They're like, hey, could you just make yourself available to everybody? And I was waiting for that the whole time. Like, that's like a dream of mine to be working with and coordinating the NBA slam dunk contest. So now here we are today. So that first time with Terrence Ross, it must be weird for you being the first dunk coach for the NBA, but this also has to be the first time Terrence Ross is working with a dunk coach. What's it like then when you get in the gym? You're you're just like, hey, these are some great dunks I think you could pull off. You want to give them a shot? Yeah, so what I do is I say, all right, just give me some of your dunks. Like, go ahead and show me something. So I kind of just, like, watch what they do. And sometimes it's like, hey, man, that's perfect. I don't need to change anything for right. you. But if there's something I can tweak, and make it like look a little bit better then i'll say hey why don't you try this out and most of the time they they're like man that's not possible type of thing so what i do sometimes is i bring one of my dunkers in and i just to show them because my dunkers are you know five six inches shorter than all the nba guys yeah. just to show them that it's doable uh and that's kind of how it goes it's kind of just like uh, at the same time i'm helping them learn new dunks but at the same time i'm trying to get them to have that confidence to be a dunk champion. And right, so you said, you know, you can explain a dunk concept to them, but they're maybe not, like, they can't just wrap their head around it or they think it's impossible. So you literally have one of your professional dunkers, right, show them, like, look, this can be done, or at the very least, you could try it, um, like you said, being a, being a bigger and maybe just as athletic, obviously, because they're in the NBA sort of guy, yeah. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's crazy because a lot of the stuff uh, that my guys do and the stuff that goes crazy and goes viral, mm -hmm. we're in the gym for months trying that. That was 3,000 takes to make that one dunk. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So these guys have to go out there, pretty much cold NBA players, and they have to, you know, do awesome dunks. And, you know, a lot of times people are, aren't happy with the dunk contest, but it's like, hey, man, like, they're trying harder dunks than everybody else. And I'll tell you what, my guys aren't making it on the first try either. Yeah. So it's like, I think yeah. that's what people forget. You're absolutely right. Because we even see a lot of people over the last couple of years, and I'm interested to hear your take on it even, like, hey, what are we doing with All-Star Weekend? Like, why don't we get the professional dunkers in there as well? Like, why don't we join, or like, you know, they either go head-to-head -head or, or something along that lines. Like, one, do you think that's a good idea, a dumb idea? Or is it because what you're saying, like, yeah, you see these viral clips, but that's that's take 2041. You thought Birdman was bad when he took like 18, <laughs> exactly. 18 attempts. Uh, these guys are in there all day and all week. So what do you what do you think about that? So I'm on like both sides of the fence here. Okay. Like, I think like there is a couple of guys that I mean, it would be awesome. And I think it would only add to like the excitement of All Star Weekend. Yep. But then at the same time, there's prestige to being in the NBA. You have to earn your way to the NBA. And we're pro dunkers on this side. If I took NBA players and trained them the way pro dunkers do for six months, I'm like, and I love my guys, but I'm not pr too proud to say, like, the NBA guys would probably beat us. <laughs> right, right. Because yeah. they're just on another level. Yeah, so it's not, like, exactly fair yeah. if, like, we're in it. But at the same time, like I said, like, those crazy dunks, like the double between the legs or the behind the back between the legs, like, that, those have never happened in dunk contests for a reason. It's because we've only made those dunks one time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, they, you know, they go viral. Yeah. 
What do you look for in a good dunker? And I know the obvious answer is a guy that could probably jump 45 <laughs> inches in the air. Pops. But but I'm sure there's other things to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially, a, you know, a professional dunker or a guy going in a dunk contest. I'll tell you what, like, confidence. Yeah. Confidence is key. And, like, even being a little bit cocky. Uh, if you're, like, last year with Hami, Hami Diallo was a last-second entry because Derek Jones got hurt. Right. Um, I, I'd never met him and I, he just by chance was playing in Miami. So I went across the alley and Victor Oladipo led us in his gym to like, to, so he could practice and he like knew he could jump high. So it was like, just kind of pointing him in the right direction. Like, yo, you know, you can do anything I have on this list. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I can. So let's do it. <laughs> wow. like, so, so confidence is like, I think the biggest key to being a great dunker besides obviously jumping out the gym. Have there been times when you're bringing dunks to guys and they don't think they can do it and then they land it and you're and they're just blown away by actually being able to figure out something that they didn't even think was possible? So my most fun story is Glenn Robinson in 2017. Um, he broke the bank at Vegas. He was a plus 1400 <laughs> um, going wow. into that contest. And his agent at the time is one of my best friends is Austin Brown. And he called me the night he found out Glenn was going to be in the dunk contest. He was like, I need you in Indiana tomorrow. <laughs> and so we got to work. And the first time I worked with him, it was bad. Like he, he had never been in a dunk contest, mm. never jumped over anyone, like never did anything. And so the first time I was like, dude, this is going to be tough, man. Like within like three practices, he was clearing Paul George, like easy doing windmills <laughs> and reverses over him. And he was, I remember it was February 6th. And I remember calling Austin being like, hey, my job's done here, dude. Uh, Glenn's going to win the dunk contest. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? Are you sure? And then it was just pretty funny, like, how it unwrapped. Because during the contest, we're behind, we're underneath the hoop. And there's, like, a point after his first dunk where Austin, you can actually see on TV. He's like, you're sick son of a bitch. He's really going to win this thing. <laughs> just like, yeah, man. So, yeah. It's always it's it's fascinating to me. Like, these guys, again, they're NBA athletes. They're like, the, they're maybe the most athletic people in the world. And like you said, Chuck, you're like, you're six foot on a good day. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're there going, hey, why don't you try jumping over a guy with another guy on his shoulders? <laughs> and it's just like, I, is there ever been a time where they're like, what are you talking about, man? Like, what do you know sort of about like doing that? Like, look at, like that, that part is weird for me. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, is I remember 2014, I went in the locker room uh, with Terrence Ross and it's when the teams were there and DeMar DeRozan was there mm -hmm. and he's like looking for the guy that owns Team Flight Brothers and he was like you? <laughs> I was like dang man and like I and at the time I was probably like 250 pounds I've lost like 90 since then there you go um, so but that was like the whole thing is like I need to walk in the gym and be able to dunk you know what I mean like it's like because these guys are looking at me like what the hell are you doing <laughs> telling me how to dunk yeah but, but thankfully I've never had an issue with anyone, and everybody that I've worked with has ended up doing pretty well. Yeah, that helps. I mean, you got a great track record. Like, yeah. back to Diallo last year, I know I've talked to you sort of on Twitter, sort of offline. You said, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, he had dunks that he, that he had in his bag that he didn't even get to on that night just because the way the contest was unfolding, right? We didn't, we didn't even use his best dunk for that night. Crazy. So, so he, had, he had two other dunks that, like, I'd love to, like, say, but – you know, I want him back in the dunk yeah, contest. Yeah, and yeah. if he does, and that's the, you know, he texted me the other day. He was like, man, like next year, you know, and he's, he's like next year, man. He's like, and we're doing it the first dunk. And initially we were going to do Shaq the first dunk, but 
Collins got a low score, and he was like, all right, I'm just going to do this instead, and then we'll do Shaq. Yeah, that was a question for you. Like, are you, and maybe it's different now because you said you're sort of working for all the guys because you're working for the NBA, so you can tell me Mm -hmm. if it will be different this year in Chicago, but, like, you know, somebody misses a dunk and Diallo's up. Are you, like, you know, right there going, you know what? That one we were going to do, the one we were going to jump over Shaq, let's let's save that. Let's do this one instead. You know, are you sort of like on the fly helping them? Yeah. So I'm there. I'm right by the hoop so they can literally like talk to me. Yeah. Like, uh, but I tell them beforehand. I prep them beforehand. I'm like, listen, if like a guy gets a lower score, just do what you know what to do. Like get to the next round or, you know, in Hami's case last year when Dennis Smith, you know, the bed, he's like, <laughs> all he had to do is make a dunk pretty much yeah. so he literally his last two dunks weren't planned they were just dunks we, he did on the fly wow uh because he had it won already now will uh, that be the same this year because you are sort of for the nba like will you be helping all the guys on saturday night or is it sort of the work is done now and you sit back and sort of cross your arms and enjoy no the show? I, I mean i'll i'll help them until saturday until saturday night and then it's on them uh right, like right. i'm not gonna get in anybody's ear my it's it is tough because you Essentially, I know what all the guys are going to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to so, be watching and just thinking, oh, that's not going to yeah. win. That's not going to win if you're pulling yeah. that out so, on Saturday. So the, the, good th- the cool thing about this year is, like, that hasn't happened yet. So what my objective is to make sure that everybody is going in there thinking that they can win the dunk contest. Right. So I just want – like, I'd love to be, you know, not – it's not like Toronto 2016. I'd love to go to four friggin' dunk offs, uh, and these guys just use every dunk that we planned, and them just get every fifty they can. Like I want to prepare them and help them get fifties. Like I, you know, I, every single one of them. It's like you know, it's like your kids. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you have kids. You're like, okay, I love them all the same. Right. Uh, but you, you, know, you would like to see a four way tie with every guy getting fifties. Uh, they just have to call it. Yeah, that's I'd fair. like. I'd like to see the first round go like eight dunks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, that, that, so, that would be yeah. all right. So yeah, yeah, okay. So we, I know, and I know. Look, I, I'm sure people are like, you got to ask the dunk guy who he thinks going to win. But it sounds like you're not even going to be able to say who you would lean towards. Is that fair? Out of Dwight, Pat Connaughton, Aaron Jordan, and of course Derek Jones Jr. I, I, I have no idea. I hope they all win. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you know? a diplomatic answer. Uh, yeah, and I'd like my job, so you know, I'd like to keep it. So <laughs> is it tough for you then? Because I imagine every guy's got to come in with four dunks you yeah. know all four guys so you know all four dunks so you're mm-hmm. got to be thinking to yourself i don't want them repeating a dunk that we saw from the first round from pat connor yeah. and dwight howard can't yeah. do that as his third dunk yeah it's got to be 16 individual dunks so what i do with every guy is i like to have them prepared with six to eight dunks mm. so it's not just four so they don't go in there just like okay these are my four because i mean that's happened where it's like oh shoot these guys are going to do the same dunk well whoever does it first the other guy has got to <laughs> go to his backup dunk uh, and so I like to I like to give them at least six dunks uh, to have prepared for the contest in case somebody does it. Yeah. Like does a dunk before then or in case somebody misses and they don't need to, you know, jump over a car or something. <laughs> How important, Chuck, is it to have experience in a dunk contest? Like, I mean, you did say Glenn Robinson, the 30, like went on to win the thing without ever having done one. But is it fair to assume like a guy like Derek Jones Jr. or Aaron Gordon or even Dwight Howard back in the day, just having some experience on the big stage? Uh, makes you a better dunker is is that fair i mean i would think so um but the thing is is like even Derek jones he was in high school and he did all these dunk contests and he actually did a dunk contest in high school in my hometown and it to this day is one of the most impressive dunk contests i've ever seen like it's like there with like 
Vince and Gordon. Like, hmm. it was unreal. He made everything the first dunk and, like, dunks that had never been done before. Wow. But once you step on that floor and I, like, explain this to him, I'm like, one, your adrenaline's going to be crazy. Yeah. Two, this is the only time that you're going to be on the court by yourself in mm. front of 22,000 people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so if you're not, like, ready for that, that could hit you. And that's, like, kind of – it happened to Derek a little bit the first time. Yeah. So, so I think – like being in contest is great, but that confidence to know that, like when all the eyes are on you and to be able to deliver is a whole different ballgame. What are your tips to uh to someone that wants to be a future NBA dunk champ? Like are there like, you know, do you have like sort of staples, like little, you know, rules that you live by to try and get to that level? I mean, just call me, I guess. I don't yeah, know. That's a good tip. <laughs> no, I honestly I, I guess it's just like all – like the stars kind of have to align. Like you have to be a freak athlete. But like I said, the confidence thing is like – is everything. And if you're like a lesser known player in the NBA, what I tell them, I'm just like, yo, just go off and warm up so your stuff's on social media, you know? Like yeah. like you got like Rajon Tucker in Utah who is like an awesome dunker. <laughs> and like I would have loved to have seen him in the dunk contest. But, you know – I was like, yo, man, you got to go off and warm up. Yeah. You, can't, you can't just tweet that you want to be in the dunk contest. You need to get some dunks, man. Yeah, you, <laughs> so, need, you yeah. need to show those dunks so people on Twitter are going, wow, this guy should be in. And yeah. there's a little buzz building for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's, that's basically, yeah, I guess my answer for that. How involved are you in the showmanship aspect of the dunk contest? Because, I mean, the dunks are awesome, but you got to get the crowd crowd hyped. you got to have a good celebration when you land. The, you might yeah. want to have, like, some sort of an intro when you walk out, something like that. Are you involved on that end? Yeah, I, I have, like, been producing for the past couple of years of, like, how people, like, build up the dunks. Like, when Glenn, you know, brought more people onto the floor, like, and told them to get on each other's shoulders, like, kind of to build the anticipation. Yeah. Last year with Hami, when he... You know, I I told him to make sure the camera's there so he could like peek the Superman to everybody yeah. before he went over Shaq right. and like, uh, you know, Donovan throwing it off the regular backboard first and then bringing the other backboard in like stuff like that. Like, I say dunks like a dunk is like telling a story. So there's a beginning, a middle of an end, an end. So the beginning is the anticipation and getting everybody excited for the dunk. The middle is you know making your dunk, and then the end is your celebration. And that and your story is done. And, you know, if you do it the right way, it's always going to be a good story. And if you do it the wrong way, then you're Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or even like, uh, yeah, sometimes the anticipation, I think you can you can oddly almost do it incorrectly. Like, you yeah, know, guys putting down tape at times and stuff yeah, like that. that. Don't put tape down ever. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, and why do you say that specifically? Just because you're 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 building too much anticipation. <laughs> you got jo Josh Smith, Jamario Moon. Like it's not. You know, it, it just it doesn't really end well unless your name is Michael Jordan. If you're putting tape. Down. Yeah, for the most yeah. part, you're right about that. Do you have a favorite uh, dunk contest of all time? I mean, you are the dunk guru. I, I like to pretend I know a lot about dunk contests. I'm sure you would absolutely kill me in trivia. But do you have a favorite one? I mean, uh, my 16th birthday was February 12, 2000. Vince Carter, my man. Yeah, like, that's not, not bad. bad. That's that's uh, that's the greatest dunk, you know, performance of all time, uh, I believe. Uh, and I know like AG and uh, Zach did some incredible things in Toronto, but without Vince Carter in 2000, uh, there wouldn't be. I wouldn't have a business. Like there wouldn't be like pro dunking. Uh, he changed a lot of like things and outlooks. 
he pretty much changed. I know he changed my life with that dunk contest. So, yeah, you tweeted that. I, I saw that. You said, yeah. "quote Vince not only changed my life, but changed a whole culture that many don't even know exists." And not to be dramatic, but without VC, I honestly may not be alive today. Is what you tweeted? Yeah, real, real stuff, man. Like I, I grew up like on a you know on a serious note, but like on a happy note. I grew up. Uh, I've I've lived with manic depression my whole life, and that Vince Carter dunk contest I've watched probably you know, 10,000 times. And that's, that was always my safe zone when I was a kid growing up. Wow. So it's like that literally changed my life and it, and it changed the lives for a lot of people uh, by me starting my business. And without that contest, you know, that wouldn't have happened. That's crazy. And look, and that was, I mean, I mean, he literally saved the dunk contest too. Yeah. And, and, and put it back on the map. They brought it back just for him. Yeah. But for the love, I mean, for the love of God, two ball, like, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like jumpers? Oh my gosh. Man. A nice I chest remember, pass? <laughs> I remember I was, I was watching that all-star weekend hoping it was a joke and I still was recording it because I was like, there's going to be a dunk contest. They can't do this to me. And then two ball. I was like, maybe Clyde Drexler will dunk or something. I don't know, but it was just bad. So if that's your favorite dunk contest of all time, 2000 in Oakland, um, I assume Vince Carter is your favorite dunker of all time. Who else, who else is on your sort of Mount Rushmore? And maybe it's not even NBA guys. If you want, man, I, I'll just stick to NBA guys. Okay. And we'll, we'll, so Harold minor. Yep. Love, loved Harold minor. Um, you know, dude that didn't even win jamie watson was in 95 and i just love that dude's like swag like his 360 windmills and stuff wow i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna have to go check that one out i i know who you're talking about but i can't remember this dunk. listen that dude had one of the smoothest 360 windmills and it was like in 95 so it was like people weren't doing you know it was really nice uh but yes uh harold minor uh, and then Jason Richardson. Oh yeah. Uh, I was, I was like heartbroken that Gerald Wallace was so terrible because <laughs> <But laughs> in high school he was like so awesome. And then, uh, yeah, those are, those are pretty much my guys. And then everybody who's won helping me or with my help. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Course. And it's a lot as we've gone through. Do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite dunk of all time? Um, it's, I'll stand with Vince, man. Yeah. The 360 windmill, it just doesn't get better than that. You, the, the anticipation, you know, the, the ball flip and just walking back and Kenny, you know, Kenny Smith, if he goes from the free throw line right now, I'm going to lose it. It's like, nobody knew what was going to happen. And he did a dunk that had never been seen before. And like the power, the elevation, oh, the power just is everything. Crazy. That's beautiful. If you, if you watch the crowd, it's like somebody just hit a game winner in the NBA final oh, <laughs> when he yeah. hits that dunk. Like that, I just think that's the greatest dunk of all time. I love how he, like, Vince bounces up a second time, too. Oh, it yeah. just looks Yeah, so I cool. wish I wish I could jump that high just once, man. Yeah. Like, the way he bounced back up. It was, yeah, that was just that dunk. And then just being his first dunk, like, that changed my outlook on everything. And that dunk, like, I go with people, and I, I like people to come out and just, like, do a crazy dunk first <laughs> just because of that. You yeah, know? to set the set scene. The tone. Yeah, set Gotta the tone. Set the tone, man. If you're in a position to do that, that can really mess up people that are going after you. You know, Jerry Stackhouse, huh? You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the two-handed 360. Uh, oh, the funniest Jerry. dunk in NBA contest history, for yeah, sure. The crowd <laughs> the is timing. still, like, buzzing about Vince, and Jerry's <laughs> up there trying to oh, turn on a dunk. Oh, man, that poor dude. And then even Ricky Davis, I felt bad for him because I was like, man, this guy's a great dunker, and it's just like no man like it's just nobody's doing anything here Vince won is there a dunk Chuck that you wish you could like get a mulligan on and what I mean by that is one of your guys maybe that you've helped over the the last couple of years like you're like man either I wish we could have approached that a little differently or even I just wish he had cleanly got that down and then maybe it's a totally different outcome is there one that sticks out um 
Okay, so there's one that I didn't like really work with because I was working with Terrence Ross, but I really wish James White would have made his first dunk, mm. his yeah. uh, free throw line, so he would have confidence. And that was like a legit free throw line. Yeah. And then uh, I think Glenn, like nobody like really realized it and he didn't do it right. But in practice, he did. He did a 360 windmill, but he dabbed while he was doing it. Wow. <laughs> and, and if you watch the like if he would have got that cleanly on the replay, that would have looked crazy. Right. So th- those two are probably the ones. There's one. Um, were you? Did you say you were working with Oladipo? The the one. Yeah. Here? Yeah. Okay. So the 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 between the legs over Alfred Payton. I uh, I was trying to get him to do it like over Alfred standing up, and he was like, "That's too tall." And I didn't have I couldn't physically be with Vic like that week. Right. So like I couldn't show him that like yeah you could absolutely do this, but yeah that's how that's how that happened. And there's the one too where he uh, I guess it was the year where he did the Black Panther with the mask and all that, and he yeah and he just he just misses like a pretty sick yeah. like sort of like twisting reverse. You know the one I'm talking. Oh the, man. the reverse windmill. So that's yeah. it. We we he. Like, I actually have videos of it. Like, he was killing that dunk in practice. Mm. Victor, like, after the practices, I was like, man, Oladipo can win this thing for sure because he had, like, a, a dunk that nobody had ever done before in his arsenal, too. Like, he did a 360, like, Dwight Howard tap off the backboard to himself. Oh, <laughs> and, my like, goodness. And he, it was like, it's like, man, Vic might win. And him just missing that reverse windmill. And literally, the Black Panther thing came out of nowhere. It happened, like, last second. <laughs> and... I remember I was like, are you sure you want to do this? He was like, he was like, yeah, I guess so. You know what? I was like, but I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, can you see, can you like breathe in that thing? He was like, he's like, I can breathe just fine, but I can't really see. I'm just huh. like, this is not good. That's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was against that. Uh, but you know, I mean, that would have been cool. Cause the first one, the reverse one will like look crazy. Oh, if it looks made it. so cool. Yeah. Even, even on the miss, it looks cool. You're like, Oh, if that would have went down, this would have been different. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about props in general? Cause it's funny thinking back now, I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember when hoverboards were a thing or when dabbing <laughs> was a thing or when DJ Khaled was a thing, they all end up in the dunk contest. Yeah. But I mean, you're probably not pro props, but I mean, guys have to suggest it at sometimes, yeah. right? So like when when it comes to like somebody like props that take the control out of the dunkers hands then I hate it. <laughs> I mm. like the dunkers to have control. Yeah. Like if they're jumping over somebody with like the ball on top of their head that's fine because the ball's not going anywhere. But if somebody else is like holding the ball or passing it, it's just so tough because it's these are this is your chance in the dunk contest and like I would hate for that to be wasted because of somebody else's fault. Yeah, how much like I'm always wonder that because you know these guys that they pull out generally teammates to like throw it off the side of the glass or hold it like you said or bounce it like we've seen. How, do are they from what you know putting a lot of practice into that or sometimes these guys just because they're you know sitting there and they're a teammate like hey man will you help me out like how much effort goes that. I mean, I don't think, like, a lot of practice goes into that. Yeah. Uh, and that's why, I mean, a couple of years ago when Donovan, my assistant Chase threw the ball for him because he was like, I don't care. He was like, I don't care who throws the ball. Yeah. Like, just I need to make the dunk. It's like, all right, well, Chase is your guy then. So, I I mean, I don't think a lot of practice is put into it. I guess Hami and uh, 
in Westbrook practice a little bit, but okay. Rest, Westbrook like was messing with me. I was like, are you good? He was like, man, I hope I don't f it up. I was just like, what are you doing, bro? I was like, what do you mean? And him and PG are just like messing with me the whole time. But it's uh, some do, some don't, I guess. So when used correctly, yeah, you're, you're pro props, but you don't like the, uh, the drone, let's say, where it's like, that's definitely not up to you. That's out of your hands. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Like I loved the drone because I was working for Glenn Robinson. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was happy about it. but yeah when that happened i was just like uh i like when he went i was like yep glenn's winning like this is i just i didn't think it was a good idea yeah. and that there's just too much room for fault and then you miss so much the shock value is gone and like for some reason he got like seven tries <laughs> but yeah. yeah but you know something like that i just don't think is smart no and especially when everybody knows what you're capable of already yeah too that sort of made it worse in aaron gordon's uh you yeah. know, the drone instance there yeah but hopefully he'll he'll redeem himself this year he's got he's gonna have some good stuff i love that he's back in it i mean mm -hmm. you really do it's really cool uh you know just as obviously an nba fan a dunk contest fan i you know some of these guys have a bad performance they get laughed at a little bit on twitter whatever everybody gets their shots off you know but yeah. for him to be like no i want to go back in it like i, I want like that's really cool like he i think it's awesome. loves it yeah yeah I, I think it's awesome and, and aaron is a dunk nerd too he's like been watching you know our dunk videos since he was like 14 years oh, old that's cool. so so he's like he knows about pro dunking and stuff and he knows like the dunks like he that's where he got you know his dunks from in 2016 so i'm really happy he's in it again there's like somebody else that you know is playing a sick joke on all of us that i wish was in it but you know <laughs> you know i guess we'll just watch him in the three-point contest i don't know <laughs> maybe he'll maybe he'll dunk from the three-point contest in the three-point contest Who just knows? do just do it man yeah. you know like that. Um, you've mentioned a couple of dunks that we haven't seen in the contest like a double between the legs but or behind the back between the legs i guess the 720 is still out there but 720 is still out there, but you when never know. When are we going to see these? Well, I mean, you never know, man. Ooh. Like, there could be one of the there could be one of those three uh, that could be. Uh, the, this could be the year. I love so, it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, man. We there's there's a these these guys are super talented, man. I I think this is going to be one of the best dunk contests. Uh, I think it's going to give 2016 a run for its money for sure. Oh, that's what we want to hear. Do you get um do you get any sort of say, Chuck, in who you would like to see in the dunk contest or is that sort of out of your hands and then No, that's not really in my hands. Yeah. Um, you know, like the names will like, you know, be floated by me, but that that's I have no control over who's in the contest. Yeah. If I did, there would be 10 people in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah that's just not that's out of my control are you a fan of uh i guess you are sort of expanding the dunk contest field to maybe make it more than four which we've been doing for the last couple of years here maybe to go to six or eight or something like that i think it should be six yeah um i you know like i and i always voice that too uh but it's just like you know it's out of my control and it's uh, even I, out of my higher-ups control. <laughs> so, uh, But I think six should be in the dunk contest no matter what. That's that's how it was for a long time. And, you know, that's how it was in 2000. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, you know? like, and, and what we we've talked about it on the show before, especially Trey and I. Like, what I love about expanding it to six, let's say, is – you know, the best thing about a dunk contest is when you at least get two guys going head-to-head. -head. They're feeling it that night. That You know, they're challenging each other. That's generally all the best dunk contests. It's like at least two guys are, are going exactly. mano a mano. And you, you know, expanding it to six, you just have more bites at the apple, right, of that. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. Because I just I, – I completely agree. And there's – you know, no matter what, like there's usually those two guys. Uh, and, you know, having six in there, like – 
you know, one, two of these guys are no matter what going to be awesome. You know what I mean? So I like I'm completely with that. Uh, and I think it just makes more room for like more dunks and new dunks, man. Like it's just more entertainment. We had, you know, 43 people in the three point contest last year. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe down good. the line, uh, maybe the NBA will, uh, we'll, we'll hear what we're saying here. What do, I just have a weird, like, I don't know, this, maybe this is too nerdy, but, or technical, I guess, but you know, sat all-star Saturday night, you know, these other, fe- these other events are going on. We've got the skills challenge. We've got the three point contest. What are the dunk guys doing? Are they in the back warming up? Do you encourage them to do that? I always fascinated. Like, are they just sitting there watching the three point contest? So I do like encourage them to, I encourage them to like warm up. Yeah. Uh, but you know, half will be out there just watching the festivities and then they go out and get, they're cold, man. Like yeah. to be, no matter what the dunkers are going to be cold. They get to like jump around a couple times while like, while the judges are getting introduced. Yep. But besides that, I mean, it's tough. That's why I say with pro dunkers, I'm like, man, like we have to go through a whole like 30, 45 minute, you know, deal to get warm. They, we don't get to do that in the NBA contest. Those guys are cold, man, which makes it even more impressive when they go out and, you know, kill it. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. I mean, that's, it's always it's just a weird. I mean, I guess there's outside of just being in the back or on a practice court, <laughs> just jumping, jumping for forty minutes. I mean, you're you're gonna run into that issue uh, regardless. Yeah, I remember telling Donovan Mitchell, I was just like, "Hey, man, like, are you gonna warm up and stuff?" And he's like, "Chuck, I'm 21." <laughs> that's the other part. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's got like, a point, doesn't he? I was like, all right. So I guess that means Dwight's going to be doing some like serious stretching this year before he'll be in the back just sweating it up. <laughs> Foam rolling on the sidelines the whole time he's waiting. Yeah, for sure. Well, we won't keep you too much longer, but before we go, um, you said you've lost 90 pounds. So yes. congratulations on that. That's unbelievable, man. Thank you very much. Have you gotten back to being able to throw it down like you like you were? I can dunk again, but it's not, you know, I'm going to be 36 tomorrow. Oh, there you uh, go. happy yeah, birthday to Vince. I, I, yeah, happy birthday, Vince Carter's dunk contest. Um, and <laughs> then, uh, but yeah, I can dunk with just like one hand and two hands. It's nothing, it's nothing crazy. And if I do it more than three times, then I like am super wrapped up with ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's called but, getting old, my man. Yeah, man, the, the back hurts, the shoulders hurt, the knees hurt. It's But but yeah, I can dunk again. Thanks. But I know you've uh, sort of been helping, I guess, offline a little bit. I don't know if he's paying you. I don't know what you're getting paid from a man, TK, here. But you're trying to help <laughs> Trey get back into the dunk game. How is that going? How's he going as a, as a pupil? Man, Chase and I are trying to get him right. Chase is like the get your body right kind of guy, and I'm the technique guy okay um but we didn't tell him how much it's going to cost we're just going to invoice him <laughs> <laughs> that's a smart man hey, i see you're charging by the inch we're already <laughs> plus two baby <laughs> that'll work man yeah trey's going to be dunking by summertime i yeah. can feel it I, I can't wait i i hope he's uh, throwing it down in our uh, weekly wednesday night runs i'll throw you a noob trey you know that <laughs> yeah keep throwing it i don't know if i'll ever get it but just throw it up there <laughs> Just lower the hoop a little, Trey. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Chuck, look, uh, thank you so much. I've been wanting to have you on this podcast for a long time because, like, as you can see, we had a million questions about how you got started, what you actually do, and I love your passion, of course, uh, for the Dunk Contest All-Star Weekend in general. So I know you can't give us a prediction as in who's going to win this Saturday, but it sounds like you, uh, you're you on board with it being one of the best, or at least, you know, knock on wood, that's the hope. Four dunks that have never been done before will happen in this contest. Okay, that is what we want to hear. That's a nice. There you go. That's a nice little plug. Chuck, where can uh, what's the easiest way for people to follow you online? Uh, Instagram at Team Flight Brothers and uh, at 
TFB Chuck the Boss on Instagram uh, and Twitter and whatever. And, you know, book us for some dunk shows. We're good. Awesome. <laughs> Reach out to Chuck Milan. He is the NBA dunk coach guru. Chuck, thanks so much, man. And uh, hopefully we'll run into you uh, sometime this weekend in Chicago. Thank you guys so much. You could stay.